Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Pastor Christy Amira Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. You may be seated and um, open up with me in the word of the Lord to the book of Matthew chapter 12. And we're going to begin with verse one. When you're there, say, I'm there. It says at that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day. Somebody say the Sabbath day. Through the corn and his disciples were hungered and began to pluck the ears of corn and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, Behold, thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do upon the Sabbath day. But he said unto them, Have ye not read what David did when he was unhungered and they that were with him, how he entered into the house of God and did eat the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law how that on the Sabbath days the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? But I say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple. But if ye had known what this meaneth, I will have mercy and not sacrifice, ye would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord, even... Of the Sabbath. Now, this is powerful because Jesus said, The Son of Man, and He's speaking of Himself, is Lord even of the Sabbath. We're going to go on a little bit further. Is that all right? And, and uh, when He departed, thence He went into their synagogue. And I'll make a few points before we go to verse 10. Are you with me today? Yes. Just lift your hands up to heaven and say, I'm with you. The first point is that the, uh, there was a, a, a people who were educated enough to know the law, but not educated enough to know the works of God. They knew what the letter said, but their theology, so to speak, because we've learned this week what theology really means. How many of you learned this week what theology really means? Their their belief said they knew what day they thought it was. But their definition of the day was that it was a day where no works should be done. Jesus' definition of the day was that it's the day that the Lord's works should be done. They had an excuse for why God couldn't move. He had a reason why God will move, why God does move. Hallelujah. And so he said, no, there's a Lord over the Sabbath. There's one greater than the temple that is here. Wow, that's powerful. There's one who's Lord over the place, Lord over the time. This is his day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Glory to God. And where the Lord is, there is not inactivity. Where the Lord is, there there is not inactivity. There is God moving and God working. I got a little ahead of myself, but that's okay. Some of you like to jump ahead, don't you? 
And behold, there was a man in verse 10, which had his hand withered. And they asked him saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days? See, we could see that, that it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have. If you don't really know God, you won't rightly discern the scriptures. And so if you use the scriptures as a reason why God cannot touch someone, God cannot change someone. If you use the scriptures to describe a season of time where God is no longer moving, then you are trying to describe a day that God is not Lord over. But my, my God is Lord over today. He will be Lord over tomorrow. He'll be Lord over the day after that. And so on and so forth. For all time. There is no day that God is not Lord over. That means there is no day that I cannot know that God is moving on my behalf. Just like you heard Dr. Harfouche say, God is moving. Even God is moving right now on your behalf in a greater way than you could ever imagine or ever or ever either, even fathom. My goodness. And, and so God, Jesus said there, there is one greater than the temple. There is one greater than what you call sacred and what you call holy. You're you're willing to throw God's performance into another day. But God is not Lord over tomorrow only. God is Lord over today. He's Lord over yesterday. Hallelujah. And so there was a man. Is it is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? My goodness. Do you do you, you definitely don't want ministers like that in your life? That always have a reason why God can't move for you. Why God can't move in this season. Why it's not the time of miracles anymore. Is, it the, is, is, the, is the lordship of Jesus over? No. If the lordship of Jesus is not over, then the impact of Christ's sacrifice is not over. The provision he supplied through the cross is not over. The provision he supplied through his resurrection is not over. God is Lord over my day. How about you? God is Lord over my day. How about you? He's Lord even of the Sabbath day. Even of the day. And so is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And they asked so that they might accuse him. And he said unto them, what man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep? And if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? My, 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 my. Wherefore, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath days. It is lawful to do well on the Sabbath day. Jesus said, listen, which one of you, if you had a sheep and it fell into a pit, you would not lift that sheep out of the pit? How many of you don't have any sheep? But you can follow the story. And, and so 
We're going to move on. Are you still with me? Just lift your hands up to heaven. Say glory. glory. Say glory. glory. Say glory. And so then he, he saith to the man, stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it forth, and it was restored like as the other. Thank God. Thank God that he doesn't take a vacation. Thank God that he doesn't take a break. Thank God that he's moving today. He's moving tomorrow. He will keep on moving for forever. And it, hallelujah, even when you're asleep, God is moving. Hallelujah. Even when you're in rest, God is moving. There's not a moment when he's not moving on your behalf. He's Lord over the day. Hallelujah. And today there's false teaching that says that God's works are over. Today, there's false teaching that says God's works are over. As as if he is no longer Lord over the day. That's ridiculous. And so the Pharisees went out in verse 14 and held a council against him how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. And, <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. And charged them that they should not make him known, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he shall show judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the streets. Uh, are you with me? And so let's, let's go to verse 22. And then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil. So you see, this is, this is uh, Christ is comparing those that need a, a deliverance or a healing to, to, he's saying, listen, if you had a sheep and it fell into a pit, wouldn't you lift him out? Meaning, listen, if humanity is in a fallen state, wouldn't you give them the mercy of lifting them out of that pit, lifting them out of that trouble, lifting them out of that hurt? My goodness, that's what God does when he's allowed to be Lord over your day. He does not leave you in the pit. He does not leave you in the mire. He does not leave you in that situation. Hallelujah. He transforms. He heals. He delivers. Woo! He's Lord over the day. He's Lord over the day. He's Lord over the day. Even the day of rest is a day of God's works. Even when you're resting in faith, God is working. There's not a time when God is not moving. The word of God says he works all things together for your good, for those that love God and those that are called according to his purpose. If you only knew how powerful God's word is on your behalf, if you knew how the promise is working together for your good right now. He doesn't take a break. He doesn't take a vacation. He doesn't, he doesn't have to sleep. He doesn't have to refuel. He doesn't ever quit. He doesn't pull back. He's Lord over the day. He's Lord over today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
we're we're gonna we're gonna come back to Matthew. Put your put your finger in Matthew and go to John in chapter nine. We'll go back and 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 see that that person delivered. Because that's what God does on his day. And today is God's day. Your life is God's life. The Bible said, as your days are, so shall your strength be. He, he says in his word that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That means the Lord is Lord over your day to strengthen. He's Lord over your day to supply. He's Lord over your day to give. He's Lord over your day. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. I don't care if you think today is a dark day. The light of the world is in your life. And today is not dark. It's filled with his light. It's filled with his power. It's filled with his promise. Woo! Glory to God. John in chapter 9 and verse 3. And they asked Jesus, why is this man blind? Why was he born blind? Was, was it him who sinned or was it his parents who sinned? Or, you know, what's the reason? You know, because powerless knowledge always wants a reason for everything but doesn't have an answer for anything i don't want a dissertation with no answers how many of you do not want a dissertation with no answers how many of you don't want to be indoctrinated on the reasons why God is not uh, going to move in that area or why you're unable to do what God has called you to do? I don't need that kind of indoctrination. I need to know the word of the Lord that carries with it the power to perform what the word says. If God said it, I believe it. And that settles it. If he said I'm a new creature, then I'm a new creature. If he said I'm healed, then I'm healed. If he said I'm saved, then I'm saved. His word doesn't just promise it. His word carries the power to perform it. That's what, that's what Dr. Fouche uh, says. That's what Dr. Fouche taught me. The word of the Lord doesn't just promise promise it the word of the lord carries the power to perform it that means the lord doesn't just say hey i need you to do this he says i need you to do this and in that word is the power to perform it peter stood in a boat and he said lord if it is you tell me to come if it's you walking on the water then tell me to come and when Jesus said, come, in that word, carried not only a command, but the power to perform that command. That is why we do not believe in the gospel without power. We do not believe in head knowledge without spiritual backup. We don't believe in the letter that killeth only. We believe in the word of God that bringeth life. The scripture that imparts freedom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because if all we have is a command, but we don't know how to receive the power to perform that command, then we will be frustrated trying to perform that command 
without the strength necessary to do it. How many of you followed that? God doesn't leave us without the strength to do it. That's why he never tells you to do something easy. He never calls you to do something you can do in your own strength. He always calls you up to something that you have to trust him for the strength to do. He always calls you to a level that you're unable to achieve without his strength and without his power. That's the life of faith. The life of faith is God saying, don't do it on your own. Live your life in me by my strength, by my power. Hallelujah. But you and I have got to know what day it is. And we've got to know what place it is, time and place. We've got to know the Lord is Lord over today. And the Lord is living in this place. We've got to know that his presence is here. And he has judged the time. And this time is not a time void of his light and void of his power. This time is a time where he is ready to show forth his glory in a way that is beyond any other years before. Because the latter house, his glory will be greater than the former house. Hallelujah. Are you with me today? I'm not going too fast. And so John in in chapter 9, they're asking Jesus, who sinned, this man or his parents? There must be a reason why he's born blind. So you, you, you notice that the faith I'll keep going. And Jesus answered in verse 3. He said, Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Now, I want you to stop and I want you to say works of God. Works of God. Oh, so the works of God being manifest was not the blindness being explained. It was the blindness being eradicated. The works of God was not an explanation of why sin caused that in his life. It was the remedy to the effect of whatever the enemy had tried to do to this man. Hallelujah. The works of God are freedom. The works of God are healing. The works of God is deliverance. The works of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The works should be manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me. Somebody shout the word work. Work. Somebody shout the word work. Work. That word means labor, but it, it means work. But it also means business. Because Christ came to do the Father's business. And you and I have been sent into the world as God sent Christ. He said, as my Father sent me, so send I you. Just lift your hands to heaven and say, Lord, send me. That's right. He said, as my Father sent me, so send I you. Well, then if Christ was sent to do the Father's business, and we have been sent by Christ like the Father sent Christ, then we have been sent into the world to see the Father's business done through our life. You and I have not been called to a time of workless Christianity. We have been called to a time of a work that God does through us. Is is my voice okay this morning? It's not too piercing for you? All right, then hit yourself and say, wake up, self. I need this. 
That's right. So we have been, we, we believe in the works that work. We believe in works that work. We believe in faith that works. We believe in God's work. And so uh, he said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And many people can, can look at that and you may say, well, see, see, Christy, look, he, he, he's, he's gone. He left. Now the light of the world is gone and night has come. And so no man can work. No, no, you're wrong. First of all, he said, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Second of all, he said in Matthew that we are the light of the world. We are a city built on a hill. So stop calling the days dark when you're the light of the day. The darkness cannot overcome the light. The sickness cannot overcome the strength of healing. The the bondage cannot overcome Christ's deliverance. The sin cannot overcome Christ's righteousness and salvation. Hallelujah. And so, are you with me? And so when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground, he made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man. And how many of you know that blindness had to leave? That man was healed because the works of God were made manifest in him. And the works of God being manifest in him was the blindness leaving. How many of you would lift up your hands and say, Lord, I surrender to your working. Work it out in me. Work it in me. I surrender to your works. That's right. That's the work of the Lord. Why? Because God is fullness. That means whatever is lacking, whatever is diminished, whatever is, 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 is broken, God's fullness fills it. And the closer you get to God, the more of God's fullness you receive in your life. You cannot be broken for long. Being close to the Lord. You, you cannot be because he's the mender. He's the father. He's the healer. He's the redeemer. He's the savior. He's the protector. He's the filler. He's the giver. Hallelujah. That's who my God is. And that's who is Lord over my day. See, I know my day. I know my day because I know who's God over my day. I know what tomorrow will bring because I know who is bringing tomorrow to me. I know who my Lord is. I know what he has promised. I know that he's capable to perform that which he promised. Hallelujah. Are you with me? All right, let's go back to Matthew then. And let's look at this because the Lord is talking about time and place. He said, there's one greater than the temple here. And he said that the son of man is Lord even over the Sabbath. What is he saying? He's saying, listen, you're all about the time and you're all about the place, but you are not equating for the God who is Lord over the time and Lord over the place. There is someone who makes the ground holy. There is someone who makes the house holy. There is someone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so in Matthew chapter 12 
And verse 20, uh, verse 22. Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb. And he healed him. Now listen, not everyone who's blind and mute is possessed with a devil. But in this case, this man was possessed with a devil. And the devil's bondage manifested in a way that kept him from, being, uh, from seeing and speaking. Are you with me? But Christ healed him in so much that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? Is not this the Messiah? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by bells above the prince of devils. Oh, so it's not new. It's not new. It's not a new argument. Because, you know, people still, they see a miracle and they say, Well, the devil does miracles too. Really? This is the same argument the Pharisees used in Matthew. Do you not read the word of God? Now someone said, well, can the devil work miracles? Well, the, the devil can do a lot of lying things. But the devil's purpose is not to heal and deliver. It, <laughs> that's not the, the devil's purpose. And, and, and so you, you, you've got to know what Jesus said next, right? And so Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. How many of you see logic in this? If your house is fighting against itself, it won't stand. And so this is every kingdom divided against itself. And then he says, are you with me? And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils... By whom do your children cast them out? Christ is telling them this devil ejecting power. Is coming to this house. Ch- children of your own household are going to be following me. He he was he was like I'm in your house. I'm in your house. Ah. Therefore shall they be your judges. My goodness. But if I, why? Why? Because Jesus is the Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord over the day. That means that he is telling the Pharisees, when you are gone, your children will judge you because I will still be here because I'm not going anywhere. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And then he said in verse 28, are you with me? Just lift your hands and say, I'm with you. And verse 28, but if I cast out devils by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. See, the kingdom of God is coming to you. Or else how can one enter 
into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man. And then he will spoil his house. And that is not with me, and, and that is not with me, is against me. And he that scattereth not with me scattereth abroad. How many of you see this? Are you with me? And so Jesus said, listen, unless the strong man is bound in the house, the house cannot be taken over. But Jesus Christ is saying, but the strong man is bound. And this house belongs to Jesus. This house belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and so go with me uh, to second. Well, let's go ahead and read what I quoted. Go to Matthew in chapter 5. Do you have just a few minutes to hear the word of the Lord today? Matthew 5, chapter 14, uh, chapter 5, rather, (laughs) verse 14. Are you there? It says, ye are the light of the world. Who is the light of the world? Now, how can Christ be the light of the world? But we are also called the light of the world. That's exactly right. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power would be of God and not of us. If there is no excellency of the power, then you can't testify that the works are of God and not of you. But if God gets so in charge of you and so in charge of your life that you start bearing fruit that has no explanation other than God is for you, God is with you, and God is in you, then the excellency of the power my goodness, it will be of God and not of man. How many of you have that treasure today? So ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. So God said, listen, I'm not lighting you so that I can cover you or hide you. I'm lighting you so that I can set you on a hill, so that I can put you on a candlestick. I I need some people here that know what I'm talking about. I'm setting you on fire so that you can light this world for me. I'm setting you on fire so that you can show forth my glory to the nations of the world. Hallelujah. And and it says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That they may see your what? That they may see your what? That they may see your what? Well, what kind of work is he talking about? He's talking about the kind of work that shows the glory of the Father. He said opening the blind eyes was God's kind of work. He, he said unstopping the deaf ears was God's kind of work. He said allowing the lame to be uh, healed was God's work. And each and every one of us is called to show forth God's work in one area or another. God is working in 
you, not so that he can bring you your results, but so that he can bring you his results. Because this world needs to see the light of the glorious gospel shining in the face of Jesus Christ through your life. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Now go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. He's Lord over the day. He's Lord over your your temple. The Bible said you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are the temple of the Lord. That means you're the house. God wants to live in you. God wants to work through you. God, God wants to, and you know what? God wants to comfort you. God wants to give you joy. God wants to give you peace. God wants to give you the benefits of trusting him rather than trusting a world that is shaking. You will not shake if you build your house on the rock. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse six. For God, are you there? Yes. Say, I'm there. I'm there. For God, Global Church, you go there too, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. When did he command the light to shine out of darkness? In the beginning. This is a perfect answer. These people here are theologians. Hallelujah. And so he commanded light to shine out of darkness. That same, the same God hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. What do we have in earthen vessels? What treasure? This treasure, the light of the world, the light of the world. God said, Jesus Christ said there's 12 hours in the day when men should work. I'm the light of the world. While I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. What what is he saying? He's saying, listen, during the light, there's the work. The light brings the works. The light brings the performance. The light brings the fruit. While there's light, there's the works of the Lord. While there's revelation, there's the works of the Lord. While God is with you, there's the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we don't expect to encounter the Lord's presence and not encounter the Lord's performance. We don't expect to come into the fullness of his presence and leave empty. No, right now, just shut your eyes and pray in the Holy Spirit. Right now, his fullness is mending. His fullness is touching. His fullness is replenishing. His fullness is refreshing. Don't give your day to the devil. Don't give your day to the circumstance. Don't give your day to another report. Whose report will you believe? Who is the Lord over today? Who is the Lord over your now? Who is the Lord over your present? Who is the Lord to meet every one of your needs? He said that he would meet every 
every one of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He is your Lord. Then he is working on your behalf. He is the light. So he's working in your day. He is the Lord over the day. Hallelujah. You may be seated. And so, uh, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said, he said that the glory of the latter house would be greater than the former house. This is his kingdom. He said if he casts out devils by the finger of God, then the kingdom of heaven has come upon you. How many of you know the kingdom of heaven has come upon you? Yeah. Let's, let's go to, let's go to one, one other place, and then I'm going to uh, uh, go where we need to go. Hallelujah. Go to First Kings. Thank you, Savior. In chapter 19... And um, we're not going to read too many scriptures, but many of us know this story. You know that Elijah was uh, actually had to hide himself because they wanted to kill him, uh, right? And, and so he was in a state where he thought that the sun was setting on his day. He thought, my day is coming to a close. He told the Lord, listen, this is, I have been jealous for you. I, I, have, I have done all these things, and now I'm, uh, just take me. Take me, Lord. <laughs> let, me, let me be done. You know, let, let my day be done. Let the sun go down on my day. And it is good to know that when you are in that place, and you feel like, I am too tired for it to be day anymore. Shut the blinds. Make it night. <laughs> it is good to know that when you're in that state, that God's refreshing and revival, his renewal and his strengthening is, is available to you. The word of God says, don't be weary in well-doing. For in due season you will reap if ye faint not. That means that it is going to be a temptation to be weary in well-doing. And so you and I have to recognize 
Who is it that gives strength for the day? Yeah, the word of God says that you can do all things through Christ who? Shout that word. The word of God says that the self-same spirit that resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you. And he will quicken, strengthen, energize, revive, renew your mortal body. That means even when your body's tired, God's got an answer to that. This is important to know. Because he said, as your days are, so shall your See, we think strength first instead of days first. God said, look, is there light? Are you the light of the world? Am I still working? Then you can pull on the strength that I give. It's by Christ that you're strengthened. It's by my power that you're strengthened. Are you with me? That's why it is not. It is not an option about whether or not you are plugged in to the right kind of church and the right kind of house. Because the Lord wants to refresh, renew, strengthen, energize, impart, and fill you with what's necessary to meet the day with the answer. Not meet the day with a question. You've got to go out with what is full for the day. Because the light of the world is not just the sun in heaven. The light of the world is his light within you. Glory to God. And so this, you, you and I, we, if there's a day, then God's got provision for that day. See, there's a scripture that we always read over. Uh, you know what I mean by that. I don't mean it, you know, uh, it's just one of those things, you know. In, in, in Matthew where it says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you, right? And then it says, don't take any anxious thought about these things. And then it goes on to say a very exciting scripture. For sufficient thereof is the evil of the day. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Great scripture. Yeah. But what, what is the scripture saying? The scripture is saying, listen, there is enough in today. For you to put your faith on. Don't worry about tomorrow. Let God strengthen you for today. Because if you're mindful of the evil of tomorrow, you will not be the answer for today. But if you are willing to trust God, he'll give you the strength every day. Then you will be the answer in your today. You'll be the provision for your world. You'll be the supply by his strength and by his mercy. Hallelujah. So we've got to know that if there's a day, God's got provision for that day. If God has a journey for you, he has provision for that journey. If he has a command for you, he has the empowerment to do that command. And you and I are growing in, in our trust in him. He's the greatest uh, uh, growth of our Christian life. Faith is what grows us. Trust is what grows us. And so Elijah wanted, he, he really believed that his, his day was over. He really believed this is the end of my day. You know, take me out of this world. <laughs> and, and God had a solution to him that was not the solution he wanted.
And in verse uh, 13, And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? What are you doing here? Acting as if the sun is setting. I still have work to be done. Now listen, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna ask for a showing of hands, but I believe that we have all been in that day. We have all been in the moment where we're like, all right, that's fine, sun is setting, cool. I'm done. But that's not what the, the Lord's answer to that is well, we'll show you. The Lord's answer to that is, hey, no. It's not time for your light to set. It's not time for God's works to rest. It's not time to give up. It's not time to let go of what God has promised. It's not time to draw back. It's not time to do any of those things because the answer to the strength you need is not in your retreat. It is in your pressing forward for more of God and more of his will. Hallelujah. And so uh, he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant and throw down thine altars and, and, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only am left and they seek my life to take it. And the Lord said unto him, go return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. God, God does not even address him at first. God says the answer to your, your sorrowful uh, wishing for an ending is a new beginning. The answer to you thinking that your day is over is for you to realize that I am still Lord over the day. I'm still the light. I'm still the answer. Woo! And that's not willpower. That's God power. And we say yes, but God floods in with his empowerment. I'm telling you what, your next days are greater than the days behind you. Your latter days will be greater than the former. God's got another level. God's got another phase. God's got another, hallelujah, promotion for you and for me. Glory to God. You may be seated. So God said, I want you to go. That was God's answer. God's answer to weariness is always mission. See, it's, it's, it's not what people think. People think, oh, you're weary and well-doing? Just take a break from well-doing. God says, you're weary and well-doing? Do more. Why? Because the, supply, the, the, the benefit, the blessing is in the giving. The strength is in the motion. The strength is in the movement. The empowerment is in the marching. You've got to be pressing. You've got to be seeking. You've got to be knocking. You've got to be searching. That's where the blessing is. That's where the supply is. That's where the empowerment is. Woo! 
Because you're, you're not a creature of inactivity. You're no longer a child. Meaning, meaning that in the word of God, it describes the difference between a child and a grown son. It says that when you're a child, you don't defer much from a servant. And that sounds a little strong, but what it's saying is you're in the house, but you don't reap the benefits of sonship because you're unable to bear the responsibilities of sonship. But when you grow, then you are a son. That means that you reap the benefits of God's blessing as the father because you're a part of God's working as a son. You're, you're part of the, the father's business. You're part of the father's work. You're part of the father's mission. That's who we are. Glory to God. And so you want an answer? Uh, uh, you know, Global Church, those of you who are joining, you want an answer to that sensation that's in this world of weary and well-doing? The answer is not less well-doing. The answer is more well-doing. The answer is not retreat into the cave. The answer is get out there and look for those 7,000. Anoint the next level. Get ready for your next phase. Get ready for another, hallelujah, promotion in God. Glory, 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 glory. So you're not, you and I are not called to stay at a level where we're just a dependent. Now we love, we love our children. Those of you that have children, you love your children. But they're listed as a dependent because I'm not a parent. So you have to give me the liberty to describe this in a way that's revelatory, but not diminishing to your children in any way. They're a dependent because they don't give anything to the house. They, they eat <laughs> and they benefit from the house and they're taken care of by the house, but they don't give back to the house. So, <laughs> so they're, a, they're a dependent. Now, you and I are not called to be children of God and only be dependents. God said he's going to give you the supply you need to do the work that he's called you to do. But if you're not willing to do the work, you won't get the benefits of sonship. Hallelujah. And so... So you and I, we're not called to just be eaters and just, you know, just consumers and and be a dependent. We are called to be used by God to feed. We are called to be used by God to give. We are called to be used by God to work. We are called to be used by God as a laborer. And that's where our strength comes from. Because when we align ourselves with the mission of heaven, then heaven gives us what's necessary to do the work that God has called us to do. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. And so you you want supernatural empowerment, then you've got to be willing to step out in the supernatural. Dr. Arfouche says something in International Miracle Institute. He says that many people want to see a miracle, but many of them are unwilling to be put in a place where they desperately need one. So you and I, God will grow us up. God, God's not, he's not like people describe him. He's not going to just kick you out of the nest. And if you fly, you fly. And if you don't, you don't. You you know what I mean? Like that's how God proves you. That's, that's a little bit strong. No, that's not how, that's not God. (laughs) Oh, oh, well lost another one. No, that's not how God works. 
God, God gives us, uh, if you would, if you will, he gives us baby steps. In other words, he, go, he takes us from one level of faithfulness to another level of faithfulness. He won't shock you into a level of faithfulness you're not ready for. He says, be faithful in the least. And that, that means wherever you are. And I'll make you faithful over much. Meaning that he told Peter, get out of, the, he said, come, right? Peter got out of the boat. That was, that was a baby step, so to speak. And then when Peter started to sink, Jesus was there to save him because his faith was being built. God builds our faith in that way. He, we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. That means that God won't require from you a level of faith that you have not been prepared for. That's good. That, that's what the word of God says. The word of God says that anything you encounter, you have the ability in God to overcome. The lie from the enemy that says, I cannot overcome this, is a lie from the pit of hell. If you are facing it, then God will give you the ability to overcome it. You are more than a conqueror. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. Hallelujah. So if you're there, then count yourself worthy. If you're there, say, the Lord must know that I'm ready for Goliath. The Lord must know that I'm ready for this situation. The Lord must know that I'm ready for this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so Jesus, the word of the Lord, but in this case, God, Ah, Lord. See, that's what happens when you've been in International Miracle Institute, first century faith all week. Hallelujah. Those of you who know, you know. And so uh, God spoke to Elijah and he said, listen, go, go and anoint Hazael to be king over Syria and Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Maholo, Hola, a Belmahola, shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room or in thy stead. Isn't and and it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword. And I'll skip all that. But look, we see that Elijah thought his day was over, and and uh, something. Amazing that hit me so strong when Apostle said it about a a week, I believe, ago. He said, the funny thing is that, uh, you know, Elijah wanted to die, and and he never did. (laughs) He's still alive now. And that just shows you that if God is the Lord over your day, then your strength will not go down. It will go up with the Lord's ability in your life. Hallelujah. Faith to faith. Glory to glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.